I say he's so sweet. I wanna lick the rapper. So I let her lick the rapper. She lick me like a lollipop. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of Lick the Rapper Podcast with your host, Imani Blair. You could be anywhere in the world, but you decided to be here, and that's why I love you. This is a podcast where we talk about hustle, the grind, independence. I'm obsessed with hip-hop. I'm a rapper myself, but I love to have other entrepreneurs on the show as well to talk about their hustle, their grind. You feel me? And then we got to get the lick part in, so we talk about sex. It gets really nasty because I just be nasty, and I be wanting to know. I be, you know, curious as to what people got going on. So that's kind of what this show is about. Lick the Rapper Podcast. Get it? Got it? Great. I have to thank you guys for leaving those Apple Podcast reviews. They help a whole lot. And I'm at 75 right now. Let's get those reviews to 100 before the motherfucking new year. That's right. We have two days to get me 25 more reviews. Let's do it. Lick the rapper gang. This is how we're going to get it done. I want you to open up your iPhone right now. I want you to go on that Apple Podcast app. It's a little purple little sign. If you don't have it on your phone, you can still download it for free. Apple Podcast app. You're going to open the app. You're going to type in Lick the Rapper. It's going to pop up. You're going to see my face, a little purple picture. You're going to scroll all the way to the bottom where it says ratings and reviews. Give me five stars because I'm a five-star bitch. And leave me a review and be like, yo, I fuck with Imani. Like, she's a real one. You feel me? Like, black queen, black greatness. Let's get it. Like, I would just appreciate that because those ratings and reviews helps a lot, especially for new podcasters like myself. And I want to give a special shout out to somebody who actually left the review. This review is from the Go Ahead Man. He said, this podcast is very dope. It's not only fit for the culture of black hip-hop, but also very educational and informative. Imani Blair is on her way to do very big things. Thank you. This one says, I love this podcast. This is from Virginia Jones. Thank you, babe. It says, I love this podcast. Imani Blair is 360 talented and relatable. I'd love to see her make it all the way to the top. Keep grinding, love. Funny as fuck. Thank you, girl. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. So leave those reviews. Subscribe. Give me five stars. And if you leave a review, I might read it on the next episode. So isn't that fun? So do me a favor. That's all I want, y'all. That's what I want my Christmas to be. Go leave those reviews. I appreciate y'all. So I wanted to end this year with a fucking bang, y'all. With a bang. This year was a shit show of of fucking shit. But one thing we had was each other. And every week, I started this at the last week of February. And every single Thursday, it's been me and y'all just, you know, shooting the shit. And I love what we've grown this year. And I love the community that we've built. 
it makes me so happy to get on here and entertain you guys and you know start the dialogue and we have these important conversations I love this show and y'all are the best part of 2020 period and I wanted to end this year with a bang so who better to motherfucking have on lick the rapper podcast than poor minds Lex and Drea. Oh, why did I sound like I was from Houston? Lex. <laughs> Can't even say their names without getting excited. As seen on the 85 South show, as seen go viral several times on all of the social platforms, the baddest bitches of America. With no further ado, poor minds. I have two of the baddest bitches in America sitting right in front of me. They need no introduction, but welcome to the show, Poor Minds. Hi. Hey. Hey. That was a hell of an introduction. I know. I had Lex on the show beginning of um, COVID, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I want to come to Atlanta, and I'm going to do one with both of them, and it's going to go up. <laughs> and then COVID was so crazy, and Atlanta was yeah. not closing, bro. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to just have That's to. Uh... <laughs> We're going to make it work, though. We're going to have yes, to. Yes, we're going to make it work. We're going to have to. I wanted to just talk, talk to you all about 2020 and how even though the world went down like y'all's brand went up and my brand went up as well and I just wanted to talk to Mm y'all about you know that perseverance when shit is hard Andrea you had tweeted a while ago I can't remember verbatim I was trying to look for the tweet but it was something like I'm glad Lex pushed me to do this even when Mm -hmm. you know I didn't believe in that so I just kind of wanted y'all to speak on that part so when we started doing, like, it was like, honestly, when Lex moved here, we had always both talked about, like, wanting to do something in the media realm and stuff like that, because we both have degrees in mass communication. Um, So we decided to start a YouTube channel, and it really was just something fun, to be right. honest. You know what I mean? It was just a little hobby that we had, and I feel like I never really took it serious in the beginning. Like, for me, it was just some fun shit I was doing with my homegirl, you know? I feel like Lex always had the vision though she always had the vision for the show to be where it is right now and I feel like up until I'll say probably like a year ago is when I really started taking it serious so it was times where me and Lex you know we would kind of get into it because we wouldn't see eye to eye because I feel like deep down she knew I wasn't taking shit as serious as I could have been and I didn't see the potential so I feel like you know I and, and I'm one of those people too that I'm like an instant gratification type of person so if I'm not making money from something off the rip like or this, if yeah. it's yeah or if it's not going where I feel like it like if it's not moving as quickly as I feel like it needs to be moving I'm in I'm uninterested and I've always been like that my whole life so this is like one of the only things that I've ever just really did and stuck with and I see the, you know, I see the fruits of my labor paying off and I'm so thankful for Lex. I always say that to her, you know, and I always love to say it publicly because a lot of times people don't really realize you need people like that in your life to push you. They see things in you that you don't see in yourself. Because I feel like I never really saw myself being um, like a media 
a, a big media personality just because I've always kind of been more to myself with my personality. Like I feel like my friends and stuff know that I'm funny and they know that I have a lot of personality, but I've never really been a person to put it out there for the mm-hmm. world to see. And I feel like Lex, that's kind of what she leads with is her yeah. personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it's, it's it's been a long time coming, but I'm very, very happy that I stuck with it. And I'm so happy with like the success of the show and stuff. Yeah. And being able to do it with your best friend too. You know. Um, I think for me it was like when um 2020 came in last year, me and Drea were literally in her apartment turning up, getting drunk for New Year's. We didn't go out, we didn't do anything, and we just kind of like made a toast to the new year. We was like, this is gonna be our year. We're gonna do live shows this year, we're gonna be going on tour. Mm-hmm. We're going to like literally it's crazy because I have found a venue for our live show. We was working on like doing um a meet and greet, like mm-hmm. we were working on a lot of stuff at the beginning of the year because we was like, okay, we see all of our friends because you know, um our, a lot of our close friends have podcasts as well. Mm-hmm. So we were kind of behind. We're like, they doing all this. And then I have another friend that was doing a podcast who at the time her podcast wasn't even as big as ours, but she was doing live shows, doing brunches and doing Mm -hmm. things like that. I'm like, bro, if they're doing this, then we need to do it too. So I feel like I had finally, you know, got the money to invest, you know, and start really putting in towards the podcast. Because honestly, the first year I didn't have no money. So I wasn't investing shit. You know, it was us recording what we could. So it's like, we were really about to put in gear. So it's like when COVID hit, I think it was kind of like, okay, this is the time that's either going to make the podcast or break the podcast. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think we decided to really just kind of get in our bag and really try to make things work. And honestly, I feel like when COVID hit, that's when our content got even better. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, I feel like, I don't know what happened, but we just kind of like got into our bag with our content. Mm -hmm. You know, we started, we got back in the studio and I don't know, things just got better. So it was kind of like inevitable when we went on the 85 South show, like ever since we did the 85 South show. But y'all were prepared. Y'all were prepared. A lot of people, like when Drea was talking about that instant gratification shit, you know, we want things so quick, but y'all with two years. You know, mm-hmm. two, three years of y'all working on y'all chemistry, working on yeah. the Once the 85 South show happened, it was divine timing, you know? Right. Like, honestly, if we would have did the 85 South show like a year ago, we wouldn't have been It ready. wouldn't have been ready, right? Nah, yeah, we wouldn't it have been, been ready. It wouldn't have been as good as the episode as it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even when you look at like our old episodes, like I feel like some of the older episodes are funny too, but we still had to work on our banter and stuff. Like we still had to do a lot of work to get to the point that we're at now where the show just flows so effortlessly. Mm -hmm. But that's what's like inspiring to me though is seeing y'all growth. You know, Mm -hmm. like I'm a poor- Thank you. So I've been listening, you know, I think I, I caught on to y'all about maybe this time last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, we binge listen. So people listen from the from the beginning. So to hear just the audio, the growth in y'all's audio. Girl, the, uh, let's not even talk about the audio. <laughs> when I you, we lost so many listeners in the beginning because they were like, I can't, I can't hear. It's just mm-hmm. and me, like, you know, we loud. So people literally just could not 
listen to the show they was like i love these girls but i'm sorry i can't tune in yeah. like damn yeah no but that audio was terrible the it was, audio so, was terrible. so terrible but that's but, like but said, it's, it's, it's like, real though like yeah seen, we've seen y'all go from one studio to all these different cameras you know it's like and it's mm-hmm. only gonna get bigger from here it can only get bigger yeah you know? That's back, girl. We started recording. I had just tweeted that the other day. We started recording in my second, my little extra bedroom in my old apartment. Like that was, and we used to sit on the floor. We used to use one of my side tables as our little desk, girl. A mess. Lex used to uh, control the little camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> at one point, we were recording my apartment on my little bar, remember? Oh, yeah. Then at one point, we was recording at your house. Yeah. <laughs> can y'all That's talk about you know, like investing because like Lex said you had the money so you started investing but before you started making money y'all was spending money to record correct me if I'm uh-huh. No, honestly, we weren't. That's yeah. why the audio sounded so bad. <laughs> right. No, and once y'all got into okay, so once y'all got into the first studio, that's when y'all were starting to make income. And yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So once we started getting into the studio, and we had like you know we had an engineer, um, that was Moran that everybody used to hear in the background when we were mm-hmm. at the old studio. Um, and we had Cash, our old videographer. So mm-hmm. once we got, that's when we started like investing because you know we have to pay these people. You know what I'm saying? So it was just like um, we had money coming in. We were start we started doing ads, and it's just like once we re- like the show was already growing. But mm-hmm. once we put that money in the show, that's when the show really started growing. Because people it's were like, true. "Oh shit, I can listen to it now." Mm-hmm. Oh shit, the visuals look good now. We we posting small clips, like thirty second clips on our um, Instagram. Those clips started going viral, started mm-hmm. going yep. crazy. It was like. Every time we posted a clip from the show, it was going viral, mm-hmm. like every week. It's true what people say, you know, it takes money to make money, for sure. It like, truly does. Mm-hmm. I mean, now we spending even more money now. Yeah, like, and it's only gonna have... go up, right? I mean, yeah. I heard on the last episode, like Lex was saying, you know, you want to get a stylist, you want to get a makeup artist. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, that's money. Yeah. Yeah. We trying to get a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> being a bad bitch is not cheap. It's all really like, and it's like it's you know, a bill. And another thing is like when we used to record the show, we would just be like at our house. So I would just wake up, you know, brush my hair a little bit and record. Mm-hmm. We gotta have full hair makeup done for each and every. Yeah, episode. I remember. Yeah, I mean, it, it was times we never would wear makeup. Yeah, I mean the episodes are hitting like 35, 40k now, and that's right. just on YouTube. Yeah, and that's so, just the YouTube. That's not even like. The you know Spotify listings, the Apple listings. Yeah, so that's just on YouTube alone, and so you know, and I think you know, having a podcast, people are super critical about yeah. the way you look and how this and it's being this a and woman. That. Though that's being a, it comes with being a woman. You know, people just yeah. Pick. Girl, people are just rude as hell. I always like to say though, when people be having negative shit to say, bitch, I like to see you do it. Facts. Well, I, that's what I wanted to ask y'all about because Lex mentioned going viral. Speaking of mm. going viral, every time y'all been on the 85 South show, something has <laughs> gone fucking viral. Right. I'm kind of nervous. Like, and maybe I'm just a punk, but like, I went viral kind of small, like during uh-huh. the summertime, and I was nervous. Like, all of those comments and messages, I'm like, oh, fuck. I mean, um, I don't 
really get nervous. I think it's just more so annoying because people are just mean. And I think sometimes in this space, people tend to forget that you're a human too. You know what I mean? Like you're just a regular person too who have feelings and shit hurts your feelings. And I think sometimes when you're in a spotlight, people expect you to be perfect Mm -hmm. or they feel like they could just say whatever to you. Like she could take you because you know right. she's a public figure and it's like no bitch i'm a person too and i'm gonna cut your ass out like and, a regular person and not only that <laughs> a lot of times when you go viral you have to realize people are watching 30 second clips right right of an hour and a half show right. that don't watch your show or get your personality Thanks. yep so it's been so many times where i said a a, a joke about something and they're like this bitch is stupid these whole yeah mom like but they don't realize, like, we're joking. Right. 99% of the time on the show, we are joking. Like, mm-hmm. we do have conversations every now and then, but we realize our show is better when it's lighthearted and it's funny. Yeah. Right. That was our goal, to make people laugh, to forget about what they're going through. Like, people are really fucking struggling right now. Yeah. So, the fact that we were getting messages like, damn, y'all really got me through this quarantine. Mm. Like, I can't wait to yeah. find it drop like it really just makes my day like it was like you know that's what we're here for period so when we go viral like the first time we went viral i was like i used to get nervous i did but now i'm just kind of used to <laughs> i know that's right talk your shit like, Lexi. yeah and like, wait till so i'm at that point it just comes with the territory. Yeah, it does. It, it really just comes with the territory. You know what I mean? It's like we kind of put ourselves out there to be seen. So you can't always get super offended, I guess, or get that upset when people say crazy shit about you because it's like you putting yourself out there and people are going to criticize because that's what people Yeah. That's what people do. But I do think it'll get better, you know, with time. Like, and as your show gets bigger, you'll get used to it, girl. Yeah. Yeah, no, that like whole Chico shit, you know, with you know that that little thirty seconds. Oh my god! Oh my god! That shit still comes up on the Twitter. I'm like, y'all let it go, goddamn girl. And they swore, girl, and they swore that he ate me up. And it's like, but did you watch the? Did you watch the show? Because he really didn't. Like we were just having a conversation, conversation, and this was his point of view, and this was my point of view, and that's really all it was. The thing that's even funnier about it is that. A lot of times I'll say, I don't want to say broke men or men that don't like to spoil their woman mm-hmm. or do things for their woman. They were like, oh yeah, you know, finally Chico stand up. <laughs> First of all, Chico not standing up for y'all because Chico not no broke ass nigga. And he does for the bitches that he fuck with. He talk about it all the time. That, and he talked about it on the show. Mm-hmm. So if y'all would watch the show, y'all would have understood that the w- type of women that he fuck with, he fucks with bitches that's up here and he does things for them because there's right. nothing wrong with that but you taking a 30 second clip and assuming this and that and it's like we love chico yeah like that's, the that's our nigga so it's like a lot of people was like oh yeah i bet they won't i bet they not gonna get back on the show ever again uh, we was on the <laughs> and show. then we was on there three weeks later <laughs> But no, when you said that, you know, the broke boy gang was like, finally. It's because they mm-hmm. still It's like, baby, Chico is not on y'all side because Chico right. is not a broke nigga. <laughs> right. Far from me. But I think, oh, too. Sorry, sorry to burst y'all's bubble. <laughs> But I think, too, I don't know, like, it's just something about me and Lex that just really upsets that group of people. 
You know what I mean? That's who I feel like we get most of our backlash from if like broke ass niggas and pick me that don't and pick me hoes that don't know they work. A woman that will accept anything just to say that she has a man is mm-hmm. not the woman that needs to listen to poor minds. Right. That's because I don't I am okay by myself. If a man is not gonna do what I need him to do, I'm cool with chilling. But mm-hmm. some women aren't like that. You know, I feel like a, a lot of women feel like, oh, this is the reason why y'all ain't got no man now. Well, why you ain't got no man? <laughs> I mean, and it's so crazy to me when people say that shit because it's like, do y'all hoes really think it's hard to get a man? Bitch, I could walk outside and get a man. Right now. Right now, it's not hard to get a man. Like, if I'm single, I'm single because I'm choosing to be single. Trust yeah. me, these niggas is so easy to get. Yeah. Very Dick has no value. I say it all. The time. all. And that's why they're mad. <laughs> our pussies are worth so much, you know? And it's exactly. like, instead of women listening to y'all and learning some shit, they gonna get on Twitter and agree with the broke niggas. Like, and that'd be so and wild. then I wonder why three years later they on Twitter complaining because their baby daddy ain't helping them out is because you sat in them comments attracting a man that's broke. When y'all- And you said you ain't need nothing from him. Like, shit like that or you're be on Instagram agreeing with these men these incels you mm-hmm. are attracting the wrong type of man yeah. you're attracting the man that's gonna have you out here busting your ass embarrassing you because guess what that same nigga that was talking shit about me is that same nigga that's in my DM trying to eat my ass bitch Ooh, right. that's what that's I want to ask I swear y'all taking the questions right out of my fucking mouth how that's about because this happened to me recently a nigga disrespected me on clubhouse and mm. then slid in my DMs. I'm like, yo, y'all are so corny. Girl, it happens oh, all the time. It so happens all the time. A lot of men, this is um, a characteristic or something that they learn when they're children. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like this girl, so let me hit her. Let me steal her. Oh, yeah. And they mm-hmm. never roll out of that shit, okay? So they feel like women like us that have things going for themselves, they're... We're used to men calling us beautiful. We're used to men doing this. So they're like, well, let me take a different approach and be right. Her because mm-hmm. that'll make me stick out. <laughs> that's and that's not how- And it's like, no, it's going to get you blocked. It's going to get you blocked. Yeah. But they don't understand that. So if they do something wrong, they feel like, okay, well, let me slide in her DMs because I know she's going to remember me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's corny. Yeah, that's whack. Girl, but these niggas be corny. It done been so many times that I done had like a nigga say some crazy ass shit to me on Twitter and shit. Then I respond and go off on their ass. Then they be in my DMs like, oh, I just wanted to get a response from you. Oh my God. Yeah, nigga, you lame as fuck. Yes. yes. Like, but oh, niggas be lame like that. I just wanted to see if you was going to say something. What's up, Lex? Yep. And yeah. the whole, the narrative be completely different in the DM than what it was on the timeline. But my thing is, what they think y'all gonna respond? Like, okay, daddy. Like, yeah, I'm trying girl, to who knows? Girl, but what? I think they yeah. think that's gonna make them stick out. They feel like, oh, she gonna remember me because she got 30 niggas saying, hey, beautiful in her DMs. But if I say, oh, you lame and you not that fine, I'm gonna stick out. No, that's not what I like. And I don't subscribe to that. That's not a part of my ministry. I want the nigga that's gonna gas me up. I don't give a fuck if 20 niggas told me I was beautiful today. I want your ass to tell me I'm beautiful too. The fuck? Why I I want a nigga to to be mean to me? I want you to tell me more than everybody else. Right. Exactly. When we went on the 85 style show, you have to realize like our crowd is our crowd. 
So the mm-hmm. 85 South Show, this is people who have never heard of us, never seen us. So for the people that actually sat through, it was the longest episode. I think they- <laughs> That shit was three fucking hours. It was, it, was a, it was a three and a half hour show. They said that was the longest episode they've done all year. But the people that actually sat there for the three and a half hours and watched it loved us. Mm-hmm. I feel like those are the people that were like, you know what? I'm going to start listening to Poor Minds. Now, the people that were just sitting there watching clips, a lot of times you have to realize we're in a space that a lot of people want to be in. So a lot of these women... Yeah are looking at us and like, why them and not us? So they were, their their whole purpose of even clicking on the clip was to was hate. To hate. Mm. Yeah. They never had the intention of watching me and Drea to say positive things, to be happy that two black women are on a platform that we built from the ground up with no fucking help. I didn't have nobody reach, we didn't have nobody reach out to Carlos and them. At all. This is a, a relationship that we built. We never yeah. had a manager. We never were signed to anybody. Everything that we've done has just been between me and her alone. We are just now getting a team. So yeah. everything that we've done has been independent. So as another black woman or any any woman, period, to sit there and click on that link and just say nasty and negative, I, I can't understand. I can't fathom it. I always feel like being attractive in this space is like a gift and a curse you know yeah, what I mean I, I feel like just because you look good you dumb or the only right. thing you're there is because you fine right and I feel like when I say it's a gift I mean I'm not I, I feel like it would be naive of me to to believe that some of the listeners that we've gained we didn't just gain them because people was like oh they cute let me go see what right. they talking about you know what I mean so I think it's a gift for that reason but then it's a curse because people feel like you don't deserve what you get and even if you put in the work to get there like me and Lex have really grinded to get where we you know to get where we are and I feel like a lot of people don't respect us and don't take us as serious as they would take somebody that's I guess a man if it was a, if it was a man. man if it was a man who started a podcast and grinded his mm-hmm. ass off he mm-hmm. would say oh he a boss that nigga gotta yeah. go but, but you know what's crazy it, the people that we work with now literally told us in our meeting they was like I'm not gonna lie Y'all colder than what these niggas are because y'all about y'all bread and y'all about y'all. Yeah. A lot of people don't know what the fuck goes on when that recording button stops. Yeah. And it's a lot of fucking work. People think that we just, oh, we're just. We just show up, up and we record and that's it. Nah. We be like, when we get off of here, we got to go back up yeah. to the office. We was at the office for five hours yesterday. Yeah. This is a content, like, it's no days off. People think, oh, we just record one day and then we drop the episodes on Friday right. and that's it. It's a lot of work. We be working like, every day. Right. It's every day. This is a job. So right. somebody had left a comment. Um, I had posted. Somebody had um, made us like a little 60-second uh, clip of like all small funny clips of every time we've been on the 85 South Show. Mm-hmm. So I posted it, and I was getting so much love. And I respond to love. I never respond to hate. But I told myself I'm going to be more conscious and just telling people god bless you and keep it moving because mm-hmm. this man left a comment yeah. under my under it and he was just like that's crazy this is edited it's not funny um two broke women with no goals oh and this god. and that just going in i'm like how Girl. can you look at this clip and, and come say, up with all of that all of that come up with all of that two <laughs> broke women with no goals but but yet you follow me yeah that's weird yeah if you don't want to see this and this is not what you what you like why are you following me because this is all i all i post on my instagram is 
Uh, poor mind shit. That's pretty much it. It's just not true. Like you're literally yeah. just lying. Like for nothing. Like you just for nothing. Like that's you crazy. You pull that out of your ass for no reason. I always think it's weird when people say shit like that too, because it's just kind of like you don't know anything about the podcasting world and how this shit works. For you to say two broke girls with no goals and shit, like you're talking about us while watching our business. Like this is our business. We make money from literally. this. You know no, what I mean? Like we're literally making us. You are paying our business right now, but saying I have no goals. Right, and that's <laughs> it's crazy as fuck to me. I think sometimes a lot of people think we just get on the internet to talk, and we just talking shit, and we ain't making no money from it, and we not doing nothing, and we don't see a vision with where we're going. We're just talking, and it's just so crazy to me because y'all don't even know the half of like what goes into what we do every day. Recording is probably thirty percent of the work. Right, right. right. And it's the same thing with music artists. You know, podcasting is just a newer space, but mm -hmm. it's the same. You know, they, they talk about music art, women crazy. Yeah. And like these girls work there at, you think that this shit is that easy? Like this is a whole ass job from the time you wake Girl. up to the time you go to sleep. I'm telling you, but people just don't respect it. You know what I mean? But, and then and I, I think a lot of the time. You're an attractive woman. Like I said, they feel like the only reason you're there is because, you know how many times people left a comment like, uh, how how many times you suck Carlos dick to get on the show? Oh my! God. How many times you and Carlos? Oh, people swear you and Carlos that are and Carlos are people fucking. People swear so you and Carlos are fucking. Mind you, this man has done nothing but respect me. Always checks on me, make sure I'm straight. This is a man that supports black women to no end. Okay, mm -hmm. so he saw two black women that are working. And that's all he saw. All that other bullshit. You gotta realize a lot of people out here about a business. Just because you niggas are horny and put <laughs> pussy before money doesn't mean that everybody doing like that. It. That's facts. Boss niggas not about to. Yeah, boss niggas not about to miss out on the opportunity to make hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of dollars with some women just so they can get some pussy from them. You know exactly. what I mean? That episode that we did with Carlos got 1.5 million views. Mm -hmm. You think he did not benefit from that? We all mm -hmm. did. All right. right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Carlos is not dumb. I out here fucking niggas to get to where they got, you know, to get to where they trying to go. You know, it's more leverage when a nigga can't, when a nigga respects you for getting to where you got on your own without having to open your legs. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's just crazy to me the things that people really believe and feel that women can't get to certain spaces without having to fuck somebody to get there. Me and Lex ain't team. never fucked no niggas that we don't work with. I feel like our whole team now <clears throat> is only two women. Mm -hmm. All men. But it's never no weird shit going on. Yeah. Ever. Ooh, that's a blessing. Nothing but respect and yeah. love and work. That's it. Yeah. That's a yep. blessing. These niggas were trying. Like I was saying, it's really just a loser mentality. Like Carlos has Absolutely. a winner. He has a winner mentality. He not on that bullshit. These niggas are losers. Mm -hmm. You sit around and talk about women, you're a loser. There's no other mm -hmm. explanation. Girl, losers. And then it be crazy to me too when niggas be like niggas and bitches be swearing we be capping on the show or we be lying about shit, like lying about our experiences and stuff. It's like just because you don't believe that these things can happen for you don't mean that other people lying about their life experiences. People just be very small minded yeah. a lot of the time. Facts. Facts, facts. I want to get into some sex talk. We gonna talk about I sex. We love things. some sex talk. Yeah. No, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about Lamborghini sex. 
because oh. I want to know how it compares to Toyota sex. Because that's what Ooh. I'm having. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard Drea said she had sex in a Lamborghini truck. And I, I think like, how much more wet do you get in the Lamborghini <laughs> as opposed to the Toyota? <laughs> I, thought, no, I, I thought it was the right, Drea. I mean, I had sex to the right before too. <laughs> but you know, we talk about we talk about recently when I went to Miami. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, it, it was good. It was good, but like I said, car sex ain't something that I feel like I'm about to just start doing all the time. But it was a cool little experience, you know what I mean? He was lying, no girl. That's, that's a story for another time. Damn. How does it feel when the rich ones are lying? Is that it worse? You know what's crazy? Yes, it is. We just talked about this on the show. This episode is going to drop in like three weeks. Mm-hmm. We just talked about the importance of curving BDBs. Yep. Now, for your listeners that don't know, a BDB is a big dick baller. So we have to curve BDBs sometimes, but sometimes these niggas be lame. Very. Just because very. a nigga has money does not mean you need to talk to him. So just like we're talking about these niggas that don't have money that are losers, there's a lot of niggas that do have money that are losers as well. Yeah, because they been losers. Now they just got money. Money don't unlame you. Like, it's so many of these lame-ass niggas out here who got hella fucking money. And it's like, if you if you solely on a mission to just find a nigga with money, you gonna probably end up getting a lame nigga with a money. Because it's more of them than it is real niggas with money. Damn. It's a very small pool, bitch. We all trying to dig in, ho. That's yep. an important message, though, because I do feel like, you know, all of us want to be the big, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, but I do feel like sometimes it's like you chase, you, you know, we looking at them, that money, but it's like, okay, but if he's a wag nigga, how long are you really going to be excited? Right. Because yeah. I recently went to Miami and it's so crazy because <clears throat> I always tell the girls that listen to the show. Once you have that it factor, like you feel that confidence, you can pull any nigga you want. Yeah. I can walk outside and the BDBs just come flocking. I mm-hmm. have no problem pulling the BDBs. Everywhere I go, it just, I don't know what it is. It's just my personality because I'm yeah. loud. I'm, I'm dancing. I'm turning up. You know, I'm tall. I got a lot of body. So niggas don't, I, I stick out like a sore thumb. So it was funny. We was in Miami. And we was walking into like this little hookah spot and I seen, I seen a Lambo. It was a silver Lamborghini. I said, Ooh, I said, this is what I need to be in. As soon as I walk in, a nigga came, talked to me. We was vibing. He paid the tab. Guess who, guess who Lamborghini it was? He is. Mm-hmm. But the is, he was lame. So I kicked it with him, you know, just to take us out and have a good time. But I wasn't, I was like, I'm not about to fuck with this nigga like that. Like, we can turn up, and when I go to Miami, I can hit him up on some friend shit, but as far as, like, really fucking with this nigga, it's not gonna happen. Because he felt, in his mind, that I was impressed by this and that. Like, don't get me wrong, like, a Lamborghini is a nice car, but you know how many times I've rode in a Lamborghini? Right. So, it was like, I know that's right. <laughs> let me show her what's up. I mean, for real. And I, I, I told this story on the show because he was being so braggy. He was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I just bought my homegirl a Rolex. Oh, yeah, I just sent my homegirl and her friends to Cancun for the week. And blah, blah. I'm like, why are you telling me this? Like, this is not doing anything for me. So my, the last straw was we was driving down and we passed by a Salt Bay restaurant. And 
he was like, yeah, me and my homie went there to eat and our tab was like $1,200 just for the two of us and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, I know I ate there before when I went to Dubai. Exactly. You're not doing nothing that I'm not doing. Yeah, yeah. Brandy niggas be the worst type. just chill. I and it's kind of like, it's kind of like they be putting you down. Like, so you think I've never, you know, done right. that before? Like that's, and that's where I'm getting at. So it's just like, but the thing is, I see that you have money. That's cool. But what else is there to you as a person? Mm-hmm. The money is cool. Don't get me wrong. I see that you're ambitious. I see that you a boss. I love that. Mm-hmm. But let's get past that. Now that's the easy part. Right. That's so basic bitch cheese. That's, yeah. That's, that's first thing I look for you got that part now but let's talk about who you are as a person what else what I else always there? say that that's like basic to me that's basic bitch shit it's like only a basic ass bitch is gonna be impressed solely by the fact that you got money you right. know what I mean it's right. like in the beginning okay that's cool but I didn't stop talking to niggas who was buying me shit giving me money spoiling me just because they didn't have no debt it's like we couldn't we we never would talk about nothing other than the new Gucci that's coming out or the new chains you just bought. Like, I mean, all that shit is cool, but what a it's so much other shit going on in life. It's so much more to life than just material things. Right. And of course, I like nice Gucci, shit. So it's like not once did he make me laugh. Right. Not once did he ask me anything about mm-hmm. me. Not nothing at all. Because he don't care. They don't have and to. It was just like Okay, so let's move on to the next, and you probably never gonna see me again. Mm-hmm. But thanks for the fun. Like we had fun. We went to the strip club. We threw like ten bands. We had a good old time. But <laughs> right, you know, he was whack. Yeah, right. Girl, yeah. these niggas be lame. Like, like going back to the dude that I was just talking about, the Lambo truck nigga. He's so fine, and Licks know Licks done seen the nigga. He's a beautiful mm-hmm. ass nigga. Like, and he got a Lambo truck. He's he used to be a football player, mm-hmm. so you know he's he very. He got a yeah, he got a lot of cars, very successful, you know what I mean? Fine ass nigga, but he's just so lame. He's so lame, girl. Like the conversations that we were having when I was down there with him, I was just like, Oh yeah, you ain't gonna never hear from me again. And this was like my second time trying to talk to him. Cause we had talked in the past and then we stopped and then we started back talking again. And it's just it's not gotta give people the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm you like because on paper sometimes like yeah i just had this conversation on clubhouse today i'm like i have been because i have the same kind of situation but i didn't fuck this dude but on paper he's perfect mm-hmm. successful businessman very attractive only got one kid mm-hmm. so he's from houston so i can go see him all the time but it's like Whenever we're together the conversation just has no depth at mm-hmm. all yeah there's no like I mean, I'm not gonna say he's lame because this dude in my situation, he's not lame, but that connection that spark wasn't there. Women force a connection or a spark, or they force something there just because a man has money. Money, right, right. right. I got a question. So, what if a nigga got money, cool mm-hmm. as a bitch? You know what I'm saying? He passed all of those, but his dick is trash. But everything else, everything else is on point. Are we working through it? I don't know. Whack dick. It depends, like what, how we talk and like whack. Because I feel like yeah, to make sex better. It depends on why it's whack. Right. It's like, are you? If you're nutting quick, we right. Really do nothing about yeah. Uh-huh. What if, he, what if he's nutting quick? Like. What if he's boring? You know, what if he y'all just like he's just like not doing you it for see, you? The thing is, 
like, I have a, a dude that I'm kind of dealing with right now. And when we first started talking, the sex was terrible. Seriously. He like, he couldn't get his dick up. Whenever he did get it up, it wasn't like that hard. It was just a bunch of different shit going on. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as we got to know each other and learn each other's bodies, now the sex is fucking fire. Like, yeah. Good. So sometimes you have to like, and now we incorporate toys. Like we do different stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like sometimes you just need to learn somebody's body and take your time and incorporate different things. I feel mm-hmm. like it's a lot, a lot of times women will have sex with somebody like one or two times. We'd be like, okay, no, his dick whack. I'm off that. Yeah. Which I get it. I understand. Now I only give niggas more chances if I actually like you. Right. Mm-hmm. If I'm just trying to get my nut and you're not making that happen, I'm not gonna fuck with you no more. Right. But I do feel like it's so hard for women to orgasm. So I do feel like if you're in a situation with somebody that you actually really like, you kind of do need to take your time and teach that man something. You do. You have to. What you think, Drea? Would you give him a chance? Girl, I don't know, because sex is like such, especially with me getting older, because you know, girl, I'm about to turn 30 next year. So I feel like sex is just so important to me. And I wasted a lot of time in a situation like dealing with a nigga who was exactly what you just said. Like he was rich as fuck. He was cool as fuck. Um, and he used to he used to break me off. He was always giving me money and shit, but the sex was trash. Mm-hmm. And when I really look back on that situation, it's like, dang, I wasted like two and a half years of bad sex with this person just because he was making sure I was straight financially. You know what I mean? Sometimes the money and shit ain't worth it because you're not happy. So did you try, Drea? Like, did you try to teach him how to make it good, or it just wasn't? Well- We'll see with him, it wasn't even so much that the dick was trash. He just don't last long. Like, and I tried different little stuff. You know, I even spiked his drink one time with a little potion. <laughs> and okay, just... I drink. <laughs> Not one one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little all natural little, you know, supplement that I had found at uh the sex store girl. But and it's like even that shit didn't barely work. Like yeah. he still didn't last a long time. And I, so I don't know, girl. It's just like and he and he just really wasn't that freaky either. Like I used to try to do different stuff with him or get him to explore his freaky side and he just really wasn't freaky he was just a boring ass nigga in the bed yeah. and he and just like regular why, shit vanilla a sick. lot of times people listen to the show and they're like all oh, these girls only want niggas with money and this and that to take care of them but we always say and you know because you listen to the show having a bdb is for extracurricular fun activities. yes when it's not fun no more your own bag because guess what the niggas i fuck with if you're not doing what I need you to do, then I can always leave. Yep. I can leave ASAP. Like, it's no, I don't have to stick around because you're not funding my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you can see the shoes, the trips, you know, stuff like that. I don't need that. So I, I agree. I can get up and fucking leave. But see, that's yeah. that's that's the I feel like that's the misconception. When people you see those little clips of y'all and they say what mm-hmm. they say, that's it. They feel like y'all sitting around saying, I want a nigga to take care of me. I want a nigga to do, you know. Oh yeah. That's no. not what y'all are saying, right? I mean, and I've had that before. I've had that before, and that's why I feel like I could speak on it and say that it's not everything. 
You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like if you like, like Lex said, dealing with a BDB to me is supposed to be fun. You know what I mean? He's supposed to be exposing you to things you ain't ever did before. Y'all supposed to be having a good time, living y'all best life. When the shit not fun no more, what's the point to keep dealing with these niggas? Mm-hmm. Like if you're not having good sex, if he's not doing the things for you that you want him to do, if he's not making it fun and entertaining, what's the fucking point? Especially yeah, if you got your money. I might have to run Nigerian Bay back. Because we used to have fun. Yeah, I used to have fun together. You yeah. like Nigerian Bay. Girl, she does. That, 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 I do. Fun. I did. That's my, that's my dog. But the reason it didn't really um, work out was because it, the fun stopped. And there was yeah. a lot of emotion towards the end. Gotcha. So I feel like now maybe he, maybe he pulled it back a little bit so we can run it back one more time. I just don't get emotional. It's going to get emotional again, but I feel like he's ready for like four or five months. We can turn it (laughs) up again and I'm going to have to leave again. I'm weak. But do you feel like Lex, he wants something more? Or like, do niggas be be wanting, they want to wife you, you know? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's the same reason like with Rapper Bay. He wanted to be in a relationship and I'm just, I'm not at that point right now. I don't want to be in a relationship right now. I'm too focused on the shit I got going on. I don't have any time to be a girlfriend to somebody right now. Yeah, niggas be definitely wanting to wipe you up. Niggas be wanting, it's a real thing. Niggas be wanting to trap you. They always talk about bitches trapping niggas. Niggas be wanting to trap you. Like my last nigga wanted me to have a baby for him so fucking bad. He was really trying to lock me down. And I was just like, at at times I would be thinking about it, but it's like now I'm so glad that I didn't do this shit because niggas really be trying to make you have a baby with them as a way to like keep you in their life forever. Yeah. And they be trying to take you off the game too. Nah, I I'm in my prime. You ain't about to take me off the game yet. Drea, what do you type in your porn search bar? I like um girl on girl porn. So I'm always like looking for like wet pussy girl. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. Not wet, wet pussy. Wet pussy. Wet pussy scissoring. I don't know. (laughs) I love scissors. Yes, I love lesbian porn. Like that's usually all you want to get. I do. I love lesbian porn. I do not like. And I'm not. You know what's crazy? Gray a little gay. I'm not gay at (laughs) all. But all I watch is lesbian porn. Yeah, I I love seeing it's better. I like seeing dick. I you like, do? I, do not like I like seeing gang porn. You like what? Gang bang. You know what I think it gang. is? <laughs> not gang. I should be typing in gang bang. I do it like running a train. Bitch got a train <laughs> ran on her. That's what I be typing <laughs> I love it. I love it. I know. I need. <laughs> I'm so dead. <laughs> because I think a lot of times, um, a lot of men be that are in the sex industry be kind of weird. Yeah. So I can't get past that. Like I like I actually have a homeboy that's in the sex industry. He cool as fuck. He's mm-hmm. very, very cool. But it's very rare that I meet men in the sex industry that are like normal. Like I feel like a lot of times those men are overly sexual, even in real life. Yeah. Like I've had a lot of men DM me that want to come on the show that are in mm-hmm. the sex industry, but they just got weird. Like the men yeah. are really weird. So I feel like when I see a man like doing porn, I'm like, he's probably a weirdo. 
But and I like homemade. I don't like the porn stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like oh, that. You be liking a video. So many girls that have like OnlyFans account or that do porn and they cool as fuck. Like they just be on some chill shit. Like you would never know half of them did porn. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? But the niggas so be I weird. Like I can watch some girls get down because I'm like, she probably cool as fuck. <laughs> Squirting all over that couch. Period. I don't know. Like, I be feeling like a lot of the time on like porn, them niggas don't be really knowing how to fuck. That's why they I don't, don't think I like to the, watch the girls it. Girls be faking because they're yeah. not having an orgasm. Mm. I feel like when you find some like lesbian porn, I'm like, oh yeah, she she having an orgasm for Right, her. right. Because <laughs> a woman knows how to please another woman. Do y'all have yeah. favorite porn stars? Mm-hmm. I don't really have no favorites. Yeah, I, don't I don't have think. any favorites. I used I, to like what's I, that I lady's name? That much. I don't even be knowing them hoes names. I am. I, I used to have a favorite. What was her name? It was a black girl. I think her name was like Lacey. I can't remember her name. Fuck. But I used to love, yeah, but I used to like literally type her name in and like look for her mm. video. <laughs> when you find somebody good though, you gotta yeah. keep them in your pocket. Because it's hard to mm-hmm. <laughs> And you, you be stingy on. with the info too. You can't be telling people. I am dead. <laughs> I learned a lot of my tricks from her. <laughs> Was she just doing lesbian porn or she did all types of porn? Girl, all types, both. Mm-hmm. Both of them. What a gem. What mm-hmm. a gem. Before we get out of here, I have to talk to y'all about BBLs, right? So mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with surgery. I got my boobs done when I was 20. Mm-hmm. I got a BBL in August. Mm-hmm. And ever since I got these, this little hips and booty, you know, it's a, the energy didn't change. The energy really? <laughs> has changed. But what's interesting, I talk about it on my show, but I don't talk mm-hmm. about it like on my Instagram, on my Twitter. Like you have to listen to the show to know what's mm-hmm. going on. Right. Some niggas will DM me stuff like, oh, a natural queen. Like, you know, all the time. I'm glad all the time. body done like these other girls, you know. Girl, these niggas don't even be knowing. And it's crazy because it'd be the same, in the same breath, they'd be like, you not like these fake hoes out here. You all natural. Uh, like, nigga, I'm just like hey. them. <laughs> right. I'm just like them. <laughs> Girl, niggas be saying that shit in my comments all the time. So they be like a natural queen. I'd be like, I. Right. But it's like, why even jump? Like in, in 2020, you can't assume nothing. Somebody nah, told you me, really can't. A guy right. told me recently, he was like, I mean, you ain't get your body done or nothing, so they can't compare you to them other girls. And now it's like, <laughs> okay, so do I tell, you know, this was in person. I'm like, so do I tell him and have this awkward moment or do I let it go? Like, it was just weird. See, mm-hmm. I, when men started telling me stuff like that, I never told them that I got my, only time I tell a man I got my body done is like if we start like dating and they start, because sometimes I feel like men, they look at my body and they be like, how is it? Because I'm super, super thick. Like my thighs are really, really big. So I think sometimes like when I start fucking with a nigga and like he starts seeing me undressed, he'd be like, why the fuck your waist so small? Like that yeah. don't make no sense. So that's when, when I start fucking a nigga, that's when they start asking questions. Mm-hmm. So I'll tell a man that I'm fucking like, oh, I got my body done or whatever. But if it's just like a nigga saying something like, oh, you natural, you not like these other girls, then that's my point to educate them. I'll be like, y'all don't know. You have right. to realize people are starting to go away from that super, super small waist and 50 mm-hmm. inches. You were talking Nobody about that recently. Look like that no more. Yeah, no, for real. Oh, that trend is over. Girls have been under the knife two, three times and you can't even really tell. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, instead of 
trying to bring a other a group of women down and try to say, oh, somebody's natural, so they're better. Just say, I look good. I have you, you look, look great. You have a nice body. And I feel like the thing being natural is so overrated. Like I've said these, I think on a recent show. Like to me, being natural is so overrated. And the main reason that I say that is because, like in high school, like I was the girl in high school that had like a big booty and stuff. So it's just kind of like. I don't know. I feel like people are so stuck on wanting to say, oh, my body is natural. But as you get older, it's okay to get a little work done, even if you were, if you, even if you already naturally had a nice body. Yeah. It's okay to get a little nip tuck here and there because things start to sag, things be moving around. Mm -hmm. And it's really okay. Who cares to have like a mediocre looking body just to be able to say, oh, my I'm body natural. is natural. Right. And it's like, a lot of times the, the, the men say things like that because a lot of the women are doing that. They'll be like, oh, I'm all natural, 100% cornbread. And majority like, of the time, we could tell. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, see, okay. Like, we could tell. We know you ain't got and no work done. It's, it's obvious. Like, it's, and that's good, good for you. Because before I got my body done, y'all weren't in my DMs. You know, y'all was, was um swiping through. Now you messaging me, oh, you look good, natural queen. No, when I was natural, y'all wasn't paying me no mind. So keep that same energy. Leave me alone. Keep that same. Girl, because niggas be lying. They be trying to push, push that shit so much. Like, oh, we like natural women. We want this and this and this. But like you said, as soon as you go get your body done and you a little more curvy and shit, it be them same niggas in your DM trying to fuck with you. Exactly. Or the ones that posting celebrities with the bodies every fucking day. But then mm -hmm. with, with regular women, it's, oh, y'all got to be natural. We want to be like them bitches too. Shit. And then these girls, yeah. And then these girls too. I mean, women that talk down on women that choose to get surgery is so weird to me too. Because majority of them, if they could afford it, they would do the same shit too. Mm. A lot of the time, it's not because they don't support it; they just can't get it done. I used to be that girl. I used to sit on the internet and talk about girls who got their body done all the time. But it was just me subconsciously trying to make myself feel better. Feel better. I couldn't afford it at the time. As soon as I got me a BDB, got some money, I was like, oh, I'm going to get my body done. Mm -hmm. My tune changed real quick when I got that money in my account. <laughs> yeah, it, it always does. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't give a fuck. I always tell people, I got my titties done. I done got lipo. Like, I just got a little surgery recently. Y'all, but y'all two made me feel, <laughs> I'm I'm not going to lie, y'all. If, if it hadn't been for y'all two, I probably wouldn't have said it publicly. You know what I'm saying? Really? Like, yes. Y'all's two podcasts. I'm like, damn, like like y'all are just so open about it it made me more confident to be that's why it's important for y'all to keep doing what y'all doing because it makes me feel you. like oh i can do that too you know mm -hmm. i agree i feel like lex has like always been that but i feel like you have always been that way like i feel like for a long time i didn't ever used to tell people that i had got lipo before like the only people that knew was like my really close friends because i do feel like at one point it was just kind of taboo to talk right. about you know your surgery right. publicly and right. i feel like i had got mine done at a time where even you lex you know we both had got surgery at a time where like it wasn't a lot of bitches who was out here just getting surgery like that you know what mm -hmm. i mean so like back in 2015 and 2016 so i just used to be weird about telling people that i had lipo because i just didn't want the judgment i didn't know what they was gonna think but now i, I, I just don't give a fuck and the reason i mean i came out with it just because my body had changed very drastically yeah yeah so i really the people who knew me before they knew like right. don't get me wrong my body looked natural but i just had like no ass i had a little pud mm -hmm. like i was just pretty much up and down 
So it's like, I never had, like, my ass now, I never had nothing really back there like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, it's just like, I mean, why not? People will ask me questions. I don't mind helping girls because going through surgery is not easy. It's life-changing. It's It's life-changing. It's it's life-changing. You're risking Mm -hmm. your life. Like, you got to do the proper research, the proper aftercare. I went through it pretty pretty tough. That first, like, six, seven weeks, it mentally fucks me up. You oh, can't, yeah. you know, you can't sit on your butt. It's like your it, your world just changes. You'll be asking yourself, like, did I make the right decision? Yes. What the fuck I did this shit? Yes. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you hear, you be like, I showed it. <laughs> it don't even get me started on the massages, them lymphatic massages. Mm-mm. It hurts. That's so shit. I miss that at all. Yeah, and yes, and girl. the aftercare can be more expensive than the actual surgery. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely telling girls, like, it's a lot. It's a lot. No, mentally. it is. It's a lot mentally and it's a lot financially because you're right. Like a lot of girls be thinking, oh, I'm going to just pay this five. I'm going to go to Miami, pay this $5,000 to get my surgery, $6,000 to get my surgery. Then it's going to be the end of it. No, see, if you're going to pay like another two, three bands on yes. aftercare. And then garments, you, know? you got to try different garments. Yep. Some garments mm-hmm. don't work and you got to do your garment. You know. Yes, girl. It's a whole process and that shit is expensive. Definitely. It's a popular celebrity, right? Um, I'm going to leave his name out. Who be looking the same? I'm confused, y'all. Who is he going to? (laughs) Who is he going to? I don't know who he be doing it for promo. Dr. Twice. I think he be going, I think he be getting promo for it. And that's something that me and Lex always say on our show. I would never get plastic surgery in exchange for promo because I feel like any doctor that's giving, any doctor that's giving you surgery for promo is not a good doctor because the good doctors ain't got to do they promo. Don't they ain't got to give this time. Yeah. Right. Okay, how many followers you got, they want their bread. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes, because I be wondering the same thing, girl. I be like, this nigga look the same. Ooh. And he, he, like, he popped out. Re- he said two BBLs. Like, come on now. Come on now. You got to get more curve, boo. <laughs> he's talking shit to the girl. <laughs> this, not he do. this not giving all that. Like, whatever. Maybe he wanted to keep it natural, y'all. <laughs> I mean, I think it's ways. I think it's ways to keep it natural and then still be able to notice a change. Yeah, I feel like mine oh, is natural. Maybe he's not getting surgery. Maybe he's just like pretending to get it for the promo. I don't know. You think he'd be pretending? I mean, a lot of people, I've pretended to do something for promo. Not for not surgery. No surgery. Plastic surgery. I'm weak. How can you fake a... That's too much. That's you yeah. going too far if you faking a plastic surgery. I agree. Yeah. I definitely think hey, he's going under that knife. Checks clear. You got to make some checks clear, hon. I am so weak, y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming on the show. I appreciate y'all. I am a fan. I love y'all. I'm inspired by y'all. And I just can't wait to see where y'all go, for real. Yeah. Oh, and the shirt came. Oh, I sent your shirt off yesterday, too. Period. Yes, girl. The shirt (laughs) came in. The peck in. (laughs) I can't. Those bubbly asses. Oh, it's going to cause so much (laughs) drama. And I cannot wait. I think it's gonna cause a lot of, a lot of drama too when I be wearing mine. It's gonna I'm cause like, I wonder some, if people gonna notice it's me on the shirt. It's gonna I'm cause dead. some some little mayhem, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, this was fun. Thank you for having us Thank on your y'all show. Thank y'all so much. Y'all, this Thanks. is Lex P and Drea Poor Minds. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed this episode, I want you to go check out episode 19 with Lex P. That's the other episode I did when COVID first started. So, yeah, go check it out. Go swallow up all of this good-ass content. I am so excited for 2021. It's about to be on and popping. I have so many ideas, and I cannot wait to do them all with you guys. I love you. Have a safe New Year's Eve. Stay in the house. Don't be out partying, y'all. It's not worth it. Let's keep each other safe. No COVID, okay? We want to get rid of that shit so we can be on and popping next year. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hey, y'all, I'm shooting a video for Linda the Plug at the end of January, and it's a motherfucking hit song. So I'm going to play it for you now. Yo. 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 Monty. RVA. Whoa, ha. shout out Joe Chancellor. <laughs> Rule one, make them fall in love, then it turn into your bestie. Rule two, show him you a freak and you get a little zesty. Now he wanna arrest me, got me in the cuffs while I'm slobbing on a testy. Then we make it go lefty, role playing, he can be my butler like Jeffrey. Shit. Rubbing on my titties while I'm riding on the dick Contemplating marriage while I'm swallowing his kids When my mama finally hit it, she gon' probably have a sick Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner My waist is getting slimmer and my booty getting bigger Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner My waist is getting slimmer and my booty getting bigger he paying all my bills, so I'm gonna let him hit. Ha. And he find time too. Prime on the B gave me something to grind to. And all these niggas on my cargo. I'm doing fine, homie, doing Wells Fargo. It's kinda sick that these girls be on my dick, but they know they never see me with this rap as far as bars go. And I make the call. Only 411, so I'm giving him my all. Money gave no fucks. Brokey hit the DM and he had no luck. Ha. He had me all fucked up. To my nigga, got him all sucked up. Now he want a 3Z. Horrible decision, call him Andy and Weezy. Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner. My waist is getting slimmer and my booty getting bigger. Like Lena, eat my ass for dinner. My waist is getting slimmer and my booty getting bigger. We backing it up. Shawty's in the club and we clapping it up We racking it up Niggas always want hugs but we dapping them up My man's got the green and he bagging up Fellas always trying to hit the Jane and I be cracking up I got my smell good on sweet lavender Nigga wanna suck all of the juices out my body like he Dracula I hit my man DMs with my cellular I told him he must be the one cause I don't do this on a regular I swear to ya, I know that honesty is ready ya I cut her bestie off, she pissed me off so then I dead it up I swear my girl's the prettiest compared to her I could be the grittiest and I don't give a fuck cause I ain't scared of her But then I start to wonder why they testing me be working on my music, trying to focus on my legacy. 25 and I'm winning again. It feel like the beginning again. Yeah, I'm back and I'm killing again. Me and Lena June 1st and we twinning again. Oh yeah, we did it again. I like Lena. Eat my ass for dinner. My waist is getting slimmer and my booty getting bigger. Like Lena. Eat my ass for dinner. My waist is getting slimmer.
slammer and my booty getting bigger. Cause I'm the